Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. It's Dr. Scott here. I'm with my friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing great, Scott. How are you? Awesome, man. It's 2020. 2019 was transformational for both of us. We're going to get into everything right here in our first episode of the Fasting for Life podcast. Um, We just got through the holidays, so I know that I am kind of sick and tired of hearing the same um, frustrations and complaints from family and friends about the holidays and the diet and how they fall off track and they don't have time. And um, how was your holidays in, in perspective of those things? Yeah, I heard a lot of that too, a lot of guilt and some whining and, you know, just kind of, just kind of bemoaning the point. And, uh, I, I did, I did a little bit, I tried not to preach, but I said, stop worrying about it so much. Just space your meals out a little bit more, eat a little less when you don't have to and enjoy those times with friends and family. Those are special times, you know, life short. Um, so you don't have to guilt yourself the whole way. And uh, and worry about little calorie deficits here or there to try to make up for that later because that's a uh, that's a fool's game, and we'll talk yeah. about why. Uh, on top of that, I've heard a couple of the scenarios where it's like, yeah, I'll just I'll just start in January. You mm-hmm. know, just, no, it's it's just it's it's just thirty days. It's just one holiday. Well, yeah, it doesn't turn out to be just that. But um, yeah. so you're still hitting your goals, moving in that direction. Yeah, doing great. Um, kept the momentum going up through December. Um, I still have some weight that I want to uh, take off and some goals for 2020 that are big, um, important to me. And um, I wanted to make sure that I ended December with a lot of motivation. So set some new goals. Um, in December, um, I had some aggressive fasting goals and I hit most of them. Um, life came up and I, I adjusted and I enjoyed the time. Um, but I still took the mo- the momentum uh, right into the end of the year. So that that's was good. That's awesome, man. Same here. We, um, I was actually able to uh, continue the momentum. There was no step back this year, which, um, which I never would have thought possible. So, you know, kind of as we jump into um, Fasting for Life and how it simplified our lives in 2019 and the changes we've seen, you know, I really want to kind of go back to the struggles that you and I both had similar paths, similar timelines, you know, different Mm -hmm. um, specifics of the situations, but a lot of overlapping um, similarities that, you know, is is why I ended up asking you for, for help back in, um, back in June. So Mm -hmm. where did it start for you? Um, You know, when, when did this process start of, of struggling with the ideal weight, um, and you know, the eating and all those different types of things. When did it start for you? I feel like I'm, uh, I'm on the psychologist couch now, but, um, <laughs> I'll try not to go too deep into the psyche here. But, um, I mean, I remember being a kid in elementary school doing the weigh-ins and those were always, um, you know, at the higher percentiles and I didn't really worry too much about it. 
at that point. Um, but then when I got a little bit older, probably 13, 14, started lifting weights and then really kind of, you know, got a little more body conscious like everybody does and, and started saying, well, you know, I, I have this, these extra layers, you know, what, what, what can I do with this? And then, and then came the research and trying to figure out, okay, if I'm lifting weights, should this fat come off? Should I see these, these changes, um, you know, more, more prevalently? And, and that's probably where, where it started. And, you know, and, and I, I started tracking weight, seeing it go up and down. I remember getting a body fat monitor probably when I was 16 or 17 and started looking at that number. Um, could never really get it to move very much, honestly, but, but I did, um, start paying attention to it at that point. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. You, I mean, it's so crazy the similarities cause I started lifting weights at, at 13 or 14 also. And I was always the big guy. Um, you know, my nickname in gym class, uh, was fat face water. Um, that was actually what my teacher used to call me and I can look back and laugh at it now, but you know, there is a underlying, um, you know, psychology to it that kind of sticks with you, you know, especially in your formidable years. Um, you know, so as it went into college for me, I started powerlifting and just got bigger and bigger, more, more bulky muscle, you know, shirts didn't fit. You know, I was always called the big guy, no neck, um, no neckosaurus. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a whole host of nicknames that I had. Um, and then when I stopped working out, you know, it kind of just turned into, into centralized weight gain. And, um, mm-hmm. From there, went into graduate school, into chiropractic school, learning about nutrition. I've always been into nutrition, exercise, um, the science behind it. And it was, you know, my undergrad degree, my concentration was in nutrition and, you know, getting out into practice and starting to help all those people. And I myself was failing. You know, that was, it was, it was starting to get to the point where I, I was out of options. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just crazy how it kind of snowballs and the time goes by when you, you know, you and I have conversations like this, we look back and we're like, where did it, like, where did it go wrong? Like, where did we miss it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, re- I remember sitting in, in, in a master's um, class for physiology and they were sitting there and it, this was for medical students. And so they're, they're teaching nutrition and I was waiting for the answer because at this point. I was sitting there going, okay, I'm about 35 pounds heavier than I'd like to be with weight that seems to be slowly accumulating up. I, I can get it to come down, but not, not very far. And I'm waiting for the answer. Like, give me the science, give me the infograph that shows me what I need to do that I've been missing for this whole time. And as they skim over the nutrition, I, I, I had an epiphany. and I realized they're not getting it. They're not teaching it. These, the doctors that are being trained right now on the cutting edge of medicine aren't going to have the answer for their patients. And it was, it was a light bulb, but not a good one that, that went off right there for me. And I, I knew I had some work to do, but that, that was years ago before I, I discovered fasting and how powerful it's been for me. And we're going to talk a lot about, you know, the different models that are out there and, and how there are so many um, there's so much more knowledge and information. If you go to the health and lifestyle section of a bookstore, yes, they still do exist. 
or you search it on Amazon, you know, or you search the word diet, there's so much misinformation out there, yo-yo dieting and binging and the lemon juice diet. And, you know, it just, the list just keeps going on and on and on. And, you know, the big, the big one that is, is typically taught, you know, once you dive in a little bit more is looking at calories in and calories out and mm-hmm. equation and how it's not just simply that for some people. Now, you know, we're not going to get into the, the nuts and bolts and the numbers today, but the reality is, is that, um, you know, I had to go learn this stuff on my own with two degrees and you had to go learn it on your own <laughs> with yep. your degrees. And mm-hmm. even in, you know, you touched on it, even today, um, you know, the system is not set up to educate the docs on how to teach nutrition or even some schools don't even teach it at all. They may get one class, maybe 10 hours on nutrition. And and that's just not going to be enough. So, um, you know, I had tried everything, uh, up until father's day when I was, you know, hanging out with you and having a conversation. And I just asked you, I was like, Hey, what should I do? I've tried all of these different things. Um, and you looked at me and you just said, what? Stop eating. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it again because I laughed. Every just stop time. eating. Yeah. Stop eating, Scott. And I was like, what do you mean? So um, what did you do before fasting became, you know, what you, what you put into your, your day-to-day? Um, like what methods? Yeah. Like what did, what did you do? Because obviously you hit a tipping point at some point and you know mine. Um, but like what, what was the, yeah, yeah. Like what did you try? Like what, where was your frustration level? Where were you at? Um probably on the 30th or 40th time of doing some sort of diet, some sort of, okay, I'm invigorated. I have momentum. I have a why I I have a high level of motivation time to hit the gym hard. That was always my, my number one. I need to lift heavy weights, lift a lot of weights because that was always just something I enjoyed and knowing, you know, there's, there's big bodybuilders out there and and they're really lean and really strong. I, I thought that was, a big part of the equation. So I need to be at the gym. I'm going to do a lot of cardio and I'm going to restrict calories. Um, I wasn't always low carb versus low fat or, or whatever specific. I, I have tried them all. Um, but I didn't use just one, you know, set of macros or, or some other formula, but it was always calorie restriction, usually five to 800 calories off of whatever some online calculator would tell me is my, my basal metabolic rate. And then I would go from there and I would be strict. I would use an app and count every calorie and expecting results. But usually they were much slower than they were projected. And then they would stop a lot faster than, than what my goal was. So the frustration just kind of building over the years. And and by the beginning of 2019, that was when I, I I went at it hard once again, and after the first probably eight or nine pounds, I could not move the needle, and uh, I got more aggressive with it. I worked out more. I did more cardio, and everyone around me, you know, that I was I was telling I was frustrated. They were just saying, "Okay, well, just do more, do more, you know, eat a little less and and do a little more cardio." But right. you know, at, at the same time, I was I was I keep seeing. Well, don't eat too few calories because you don't want to go into starvation mode, right? Right. So, your metabolism. Okay. Yeah, your metabolism. How how far can I go without hitting this this fear point, hitting the boogeyman? Um, 
that, that is the metabolic shutdown. So, so I find myself, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place going, okay, is this just never going to work? Am I not going to have a solution? Can I just not drop the weight that I, I thought I should always be able to? And, and that's when my audible, I pulled it up and it recommended Dr. Fung's book, the obesity code. And I said, well, what do I have to lose? Right. So I picked it up right then, read it three it, times front to back. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it, it's one of those that you need to do that too. And it's easy to do it also. Um, you know, that was the first reference point that you gave to me too, other than the stop eating, um, you know, statement that you just kind of slapped me in the face with that day, which was quite a wake up call. Um, but there were so many similarities between our, our journeys that I was like, okay, wait a minute. Over the seven years of being in practice, you know, I had put in multiple different weight loss programs into the clinic, everything from DNA testing to metabolic testing, to macros, to reverse dieting, to whole thirties, to wow. um, tracking your inflammation markers, to, you know, the Dutch tests, um, to adrenal issues, to thinking it was my gut. And it always just came back to the fact that I could easily, quickly put on weight. And I could be eating good food, but if I started working out, I would bulk up fast. So I went to this world-renowned um, nutritionist here in Houston, and he did the calipers, did an initial weigh-in. I followed his program strict for six months. And I hit this wall where all of a sudden he's like, okay, what are you not telling me? And I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm not lying to you. <laughs> like my wife and I are doing this together. Trust me. I'm, I'm not messing up the equation. Like I mm -hmm. know my numbers. I'm following exactly what you're telling me. Well, you must not be sleeping or you must not be drinking water. And you know, sleep's a big part of it too for my journey. But it, he was like, okay, you're one of these people that just metabolizes carbs a lot slower than everyone else. And he didn't say insulin. He didn't say insulin resistance. He didn't say mm -hmm. you've lost your insul insulin sensitivity. He didn't say any of that to me. But after doing all of the testing on myself and it not working and helping hundreds of patients, you know, in our clinic, we saw over 2,500 patients in, in, a, in a four and a half year period. And every one of them was exposed to our weight loss and nutrition programs. And we had a lot of great results, but they never lasted. So mm -hmm. it was, I was experiencing the same thing without, without, without any answers. And I just couldn't figure it out. And, you know, I had the blood markers done and I had, you know, panels done for life insurances and my triglycerides would be out of whack. And my wife's like, what are you eating? And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> like, I just yep. don't know what's going on. And I would do a fasting blood glucose and guess what? It would be normal. And I'm sitting there going, okay, something just doesn't make sense. And, mm. you know, after you said to me, read this book, you know, insulin resistance, that would you call it the boogeyman? I don't remember what you yeah. just said. Well, boogeyman was, was metabolic slowdown. That's right. The uh, insulin resistance was, is basically is basically the key to everything that that is not talked about in all of the the diet equations and what to eat we don't talk about when to eat which has a huge impact on on insulin levels insulin resistance and sensitivity and and it's cumulative damage that we're doing and so you know we got to this point and we're we're talking in our 30s here 
after years and years and years of building up insulin resistance. Yeah. The one thing, the other term that never gets used, I feel like is homeostasis. Mm -hmm. You know, our balance in our body is self-regulated. So there's an ability of our, of our system to want to self-regulate and bring back to a balance. So there are other outside influences like stress and sleep and hormones and things that can swing your body out of balance, which then can further the issue when it comes to insulin and blood sugars and weight gain, et cetera. But it keeps coming down to that word insulin. And um, we know, where are you on the scale? You know, what is your family history? You know, my dad and his brothers and a couple of my grandparents and everybody in my family are, are you know, heart disease, diabetes, type two, not type one, but type two diabetes, um, yep. congestive heart failure, stints. And, you know, if you are a diabetic or you have, you know, severe insulin resistance, um, you know, you're more susceptible to, to that, to those um, common conditions, which makes up, you know, 60 to 70% of the preventable disease that we have in the U.S. So it was amazing to read that book talk to you and then start doing it and law lose 49.5 pounds in 50 days. Wow. And I leveled out with your guidance around 40 pounds about that 60 day mark or that 65 day mark. And it's been easy to maintain for me Um, with the holidays, with, you know, um, my daughter's third birthday with traveling with having two kids under the age of three, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and multiple businesses and launching this podcast and, you know, just, it's been amazingly simple. And I know that's one of the things that you taught me through this process. And, you know, how did you seem to figure that out? Like when were you like, okay, this is something that I can maintain. I, I remember reading the book and in the obesity code, Dr. Fung does not just preach fasting. Correct. It's, it's, it's almost a side note. It, it's, a, it's kind of a footnote at the end. Here's a couple of, of guidelines that you can use to get started. Right. You know, and um, it, it's almost in a few spots that most people are going to skip over anyway. Um, but I was ready to throw in the towel. Like I said, I had I'd been through just dozens of weight loss cycles and attempts, you know, previously. And I was reading the book and then he started talking about this, this ancient secret and how it's, it's so deeply ingrained in our physiology, our DNA, our, our history, but, you know, specifically in America and in a lot of, uh, of the modern world, you know, the, um, the civilized, you know, uh, first world countries, we, we've gotten into the habits that, completely erase any sort of fasting. Like I I don't remember anybody except for a couple of people in my life for religious purposes who had ever talked about fasting ever. So if, if I heard somebody say they they were going to start fasting, it was like, uh, that sounds impossible. Like we, you know, we have three meals a day. Yeah. We have three meals a day and we have one to three more snacks and, and it's potentially eating until midnight or later. And then there might be a, a sleepless or, or a very low sleep um, night ahead. And then, you know, maybe up by five or six. And then it's, it's breakfast time again. So 
there, there's not there's not time to to just not be eating and that that sounds so weird but as i was sitting there listening to it a light bulb went off that i i just realized this is the only thing i haven't done i couldn't do a search for weight loss fat loss methods do any sort of search like that and find some some new uncovered rock right. except this was this was the the only one that i hadn't done before and it was because I had always been worried about this metabolic slowdown, metabolic shutdown. I don't want to go into starvation mode. That's the boogeyman. And especially if you're working out hard, you're trying to get stronger, build yeah, muscle and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then that's what you're, you're trying to avoid. And, and that's when I realized, what do I have to lose? Yeah. Nothing and, and, and everything at the same time. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He's our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to a hundred times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? an air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the fasting for life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in and now back to today's episode. Yeah, it's amazing that recorded fast, that's over 380 days, and all the guy did was take a multivitamin. And when I tell people that, they're like, uh, wh what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, so that's one of the things we're going to get into, you know, with our with our um, 
kind of how we roll this out with the mindset, the motivation, the method and the mastery of this is, you know, we're going to hear things like, well, I need to eat or, oh, you know, I'm on medication or my doctor says I need to do X, Y, and Z. And by no means are we going to sit here and tell you to, you know, stop taking your meds and don't consult your doctor. But there, there's a decision point, you know, in it for us and in it for everyone where it's like, okay, I've been doing this for 30 years and I just don't see the results. So, you know, that definition of insanity, that's probably overused <laughs> in, in today's world, but the, you know, keep doing the same thing over and over. And, you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, man, I just don't get it. Why aren't I, why isn't it changing? Well, I mean, it might be time to change something. And we really want to roll this out. So it's simple. It's effective. You have support. Um, you know, one thing that you did for me, Tommy, is that you, you text me that night when you're like, okay, how do you feel? I'm like, uh, other than oddly like free, I feel okay. And then like day two, I was like, okay, I really need to eat. And you're like, no, you don't. And then I look in the mirror. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I got about 50 pounds of, of fuel that, uh, <laughs> you know, I could probably go out into a cabin in the woods somewhere right. and I'd, be, I'd come home being okay. My beard might be a little long, but you know, yeah. um, I am going to survive, you know? So there's a lot of research out there, a lot of information, you know, the obesity code was the starting point for me. Um, thanks, thanks to you for point, you know, for sharing it with me, but now we've, you know, kind of really dove into this and, um, we want to, we want to put it together for everyone that's listening who struggled with, you know, yo-yo dieting, weight gain, you know, just the, that type of up and down, um, frustrating type scenario where you're just not getting the results that you're expecting to get. So, um, yeah. you know, what would you tell? Cause you, I love the way that you look at this in terms of communicating. Um, when people say, you know, what are the three things that you hear most when you tell someone that you're fasting? First of all, first rule of, of fasting is don't tell people you're fasting, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it, it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit better kept to yourself or to, you know, to maybe a, a couple of close friends, but you tell everybody you're going to get a lot of, of discouragement maybe, or so much skepticism that especially in the beginning where you're a little bit fragile about it, you, you don't want to doubt yourself too much. Just, just do it a little bit. You'll, you'll gain some confidence in it. And then you'll be able to tell everyone why, how, how well you feel and, and why it's working. But the, what, what I usually hear when I tell somebody I'm fasting is, um, don't you get super hungry? What's the longest you've gone without eating? And, and how are you feeling? How's your energy and, and how do you feel? And, and usually they follow up with, I get headaches. So I yep. couldn't do that. Yeah. So, and that's where, you know, the creation of the fast start guide comes in. So that's going to be the first action step. You know, our, our goal on these, on these episodes is to distill the information to you so you can go do it because that's what you did. That's what I did. And a lot of the success stories that we see in here, um, cause we've been helping people along the way, um, is they just go do it and not everybody needs to do it the way I did it you know, 50 pounds, 49 and a half pounds in 50 days, probably a little aggressive, but you know, for me, I got like, all right, well, this is working. So let's see how fast I can lose 50, 
you know, and I'm at, I'm at 40 around, you know, maintaining the 40 pound weight loss. And, you know, I've got another 15 to 20 to go based on my body composition. Um, but really we want you to, you know, kind of look in the mirror 10 days into 2020, you know, what are you doing and is it sustainable? You know, you're going to have to be honest with yourself and have you done this rigmarole before? Have you said, all right, new year, new me. Can't stand that phrase. Well, no, it's the same you, (laughs) you know, just, just go do something different. And that's where we want to encourage you, you know, to really think and write down your goals. Like, okay, do I really want to be low carb and not enjoy the wonderful world of pizza and IPAs occasionally? And, you know, all of those different types of things. Well, no, that's miserable. Like what percentage of the population, Tommy, do you think that actually can sustain that? Oh man. For a lifetime. Uh a lifetime i mean it it's pretty close to zero and and the the ones who are doing it eh, they they're usually not a lot of fun to be around for, for too long <laughs> i mean you can do it for for a little while and and that's fine but life shouldn't be without without any of those things all of the time now everyone that's out there that's listening to this that's doing keto keep doing keto it's working for you great you know we're not one camp versus the other camp you know we are going to talk a lot about food supply we are going to talk a lot about Um, science behind the different types of foods and the sugars and the insulin response and, you know, glucose and some scientific, you know, terminology and and thought processes behind why this works. But really we want to, we want to put it into those categories of what's your mindset, what's your motivation. We'll show you the method. It'll be a little bit different for everybody. And then when you figure this out for your own body within that first couple of weeks to 30 days, you know, it, you, you take back control, which is one of the words that you said to me early on, where it's simple from a day-to-day perspective and it gives you control. And that's what that fast start, excuse me, fast start guide really does is it gives you the framework to start. So we want you to go to the website, www.thefastingforlife.com, www.thefastingforlife.com. There is a big button right at the top that you can click on, you put in your name and email, and boom, you now have the fast start guide. So look in the mirror, be honest with yourself. Is it sustainable? Is what you're doing working? We can both tell you that this method for us has just been the quickest way to regain control. It's been sustainable, and most importantly, it's simple. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, I learned from you, sir. So um, next thing to do, like we said, fast start guide and then podcast. So if this, if you have found us, we want you to subscribe, um, leave us a review. Um, there's also an email on the website, info at the fastingforlife.com. We want to be um, you know, open to a conversational type experience, questions, thoughts, concerns, uh, we also have the Facebook uh, page that we just started up and you'll see when you go to the website, we also have a challenge that's coming more details uh, to come on that. So make sure you subscribe, give us a like on Facebook and download that fast start guide. And uh, Tommy, what else you got? Nothing. Absolutely awesome. nothing. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for next week. Uh, we're going to, we're going to come back and uh, excited to share some more great messages with you guys. Love it, man. Thanks so much. See ya. 
So, you've heard today's episode, and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter, where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life. Thank you.